Hey everyone, welcome back. Betsperts Golf 2024 Sony Open Championship Preview. Is this a championship? I don't know. It's a Sony Open Preview. Here as always with my good friend, Andy Molitor. Andy, how are we doing today, bud? Good. Yeah, first uh, full field event, first cut. Still in Hawaii, but uh, another very fun event. And yeah, you're going to get to see some of your some golfers for the first time this year. Some golfers you haven't seen for a very long time. And yeah, I own like nine Hawaiian shirts. So I feel like an asshole for two weeks in a row. I'm wearing just like a, to be fair, it snowed overnight. We got a heavy same uh, dusting of snow. I was a little worried about school being a pain in the ass and calling off, but so wasn't feeling the Hawaiian shirt. Instead, I went with the uh, you know the North Face sweatshirt, getting this warmed up. But no, it uh, it's another another event that we get to have the later tea times, so we get the evening golf because again, no Thursday night football. College bowl games are over. I'm not going to sit and watch NBA on a Friday night, so it's nice to have some golf to watch in the evenings. And like you said, this is a an actual event, a real event. It's actually funny. This is actually the same reason I wore the shirt today is because you know, I got the window open. It's actually snowing still, and I wanted to just feel something. I feel a little bit of golf vibes. My like golf guys trip is kind of coming together for uh, you know later in the season. This is actually a, a team event shirt from a couple of seasons ago uh, at Hilton Head. So I wanted to bring some like positive. Golf is around the corner vibes for us here in the in the northern Midwest where you know yeah. we were getting pummeled today. So I'm trying to feel trying to feel the vibes a little bit. So, but yeah, we have uh, what 144 in the field. We have what 20 of the top 50 in the official world golf rankings. Whatever you make of those these days, uh, but we do have uh, you know an interesting course with some guys that don't come here very often, especially at the top of the board, which I think adds a little bit of an interesting. Uh, you know, piece that kind of handicapping this event because really the top of the board is, you know, the elite class as we typically see, but these guys don't typically make their way to walleye. Uh, and walleye is a place that's using, you know, data golf's got some great tools. I know our guy, Justin Ray has tweeted out some stuff like the sometimes course history is a little bit noisy, but in terms of like predictable outcomes, second to Augusta national is Walleye Country Club. So I do think it matters still a little bit of familiarity here. Um, so that's that's kind of an interesting thing that we could talk about when we look at the top of the board too. I want to remind folks that uh, look, you can go to betsbirdsgolf.com. We're really excited about the uh, rabbit hole. We had a customizable golf stat database uh, in the works over the last couple of years. It has taken a significant turn with all the work that we've done in the off season. And I feel like if it's something that you have not had access to in the past or you've not seen any of the tweets from us or from our guy um pj splits 101 on twitter ron Kloss, uh who's been you know a massive massive help in the background you're going to find some stats um some filters some things that you cannot find anywhere else uh if you were looking to handicap or play dfs uh, i think you need to check that out so we have a great deal with our partners over at vivid picks again you can head over to the site Your your mic just went. It did the thing where I can't hear you anymore. No, no, no. I can't hear you. Okay, I'm gonna. No, 
No, every time we do a show, this happens to you. Maybe other people can hear you. I don't know. Maybe it's an Andy problem. I feel like he can't hear me either because he just keeps talking. This is uh, not making for good. Oh, shit. Just opened an ad on my phone. Um, yeah, Noonan, Noonan's mic died or something again. He's, uh, he's a little older than me, so tech doesn't always come his way. But we'll figure it out. I don't think he can hear me either. Maybe he can now. Um, but no, uh, probably start digging into the course here soon. But we'll bring up we'll bring up the tool. We'll put it on the screen like we did last week. We'll build a, we'll build a live model. I already built my custom uh, kind of course fit model for the week. It's on the site. If you are subscribed, you can find it under the expert expert uh, what's called expert rankings. I just saved it as you know the Sony. Kind of a course fit one. Again, it's not something you want to use for, hey, I should just bet on all the top players. Although I'd be curious to look at who my top ones were last week. In fact, we're going to do that. I can hear you now. Um, yeah, you started talking, Ryan, and it just went to hell. I thought I heard you clap or something. I just, I just look at the whole time. What's that? Can you hear me now? Yeah, the, the worst I need part, to look at you the whole time, you know? The the worst part is that yeah, you just kept talking because you couldn't hear me tell you that I couldn't hear you. Yeah. You know, professionally, you think we would learn. We would get, get better at this, but uh hey. Anyway, course history. What do you think about course history, Andy? It does kind of matter here. We've seen this year and year out. Uh, and honestly, there, there's kind of two things like Having played this court is, is semi-important. It's not important everywhere. It helps everywhere a little bit. Um, obviously, there's a lot of a lot of times you see like, hey, this guy's never played this course. A lot of times guys like that, they head out and make sure they get an extra practice round in. It's not, you know, it's not rocket science. Obviously, there's there is something with Augusta and having played that over and over for some people that really does help out. But more so than course history, just uh we've seen this year in and year out at the Sony, like the people who played the tournament of champions who've already played one round in Hawaii, yep. um, you know, gotten a bunch of Bermuda putting in that's helpful. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge course history guy. You know, this, like I, yeah. I try to stay away from that sort of stuff for the most part. It's more of a extra little nudge for me. If anything, like if I'm trying to break a tie between some guys, like, Hey, this guy's played here the last six years. This other guy hasn't. We're gonna look at, and I did find my century um, model. I'm gonna look at that now. Yeah, I feel I, I feel like I uh, I was I was kind of uh, pimping post in a little. Where's the winner? Where's my winner, Kirk? I don't think I had him very high. Yeah, I had him. I had him in my top twenty. I had Tigala twelfth. Uh, who's third? Uh, my guy Speethy. Yeah, I never, I never know. Spieth is unmodelable. That's a thing at this point. Eric Cole had a nice week. He was my number two. Uh, Glover can't putt, but he was up there as well. Love the field and approach in the week. Yeah, there you go. So, I, yeah. like I said, I did build my Sony. It's called Sony Open Course Fit. We'll get to yours in a second, but yeah, let's let's talk the course a little bit outside of the like you said the course history. Course history having played there matters a little but also 
you know, some of the skills that'll matter as we, we can kind of use this to segue into building your, your model for the week. Yeah. Uh, real quick, you touched on it too. And I think Justin Ray had this as well. I think like 82% um, of the golfers that have played, that played at the century the week before and have come over to walleye to play the Sony made the cut. So like that I think is more relevant than, than anything course history wise, but you know, Again, data golf. Again, while I was talking to myself, mentioned you know data golf is a pretty cool course history stat in terms of like the stickiness and predictability. And outside of Augusta National, walleye is the second. Um, so yeah. again, it's I kind of agree with you. It's not something that I would model, uh, but as a tiebreaker, probably rather have you have come here before. And that's what the interesting I think conversations with the guys at the top of the board that have not come here previously. But yeah, I mean accuracy and more so than anything, positional golf off the tee matters here a lot. We have Bermuda grass all over the place. That's about where the parallels end to Kapalua because you do have um, these very narrow corridors off the tee, these dog legs that kind of force you into not just being in the fairway, but on the right side. Uh, you know, we do have some positional courses that are in the rotation, but this one tends to be one where it's just, you can't really cut the dog legs. Uh, it's really, really hard to try to outdrive it or try to muscle this place out. Um, you know, we, have the ability to cut down some like less than driver stuff here. They've grown out the grass, the rough here the last couple yeah. of years too. We we're up to three inches last year, uh, both, you know, along the fairways and around the green, which I think matters too. Um, but those are some of the key things, small, way smaller greens. So you got to be able to, you know, hit your fairways and everyone's kind of forced into some of the similar buckets on each hole because of the forest dog legs. So 125 to, you know, 200 yards is really the key range from an approach standpoint this week. Uh, but yeah, what else are you looking at in terms of, you know, this, this course and stats that matter? Yeah. <clears throat> like We're calling them tight corridors, which they are, and it is positional golf, but they are not skinny fairways. You should be able to hit these if you're accurate. So accuracy matters, not so much for staying out of trouble, staying out of the rough. It matters for making sure you're in, like you said, a good position to make that second shot. So yeah. not only driving accuracy, but maybe good, you know, good drives gained. It's maybe a slightly better metric for that point because you're going to want to be able to find a guy who's been consistently able to put drives in spots where he's hitting the green on the next shot. You know, even even if those, you know, drives end up in the fringe because you know, it's, it's sometimes a fringe on the right side of the fairway is better than being in a spot where you're not, you know, you're not punching out, but you're trying to shape a shot and have no real chance to land on the dance floor. So, you know, fairways gained is nice, but I do like uh good drives gained in this spot. Obviously approach huge. It's maybe the, the biggest, I mean, there's other ones that are bigger, but it's one of the top five, like second shot courses. And like you said, everyone is forced into that same bucket. You can't outdrive some of these spots. You're going to be in that 120 to 150, up to 200 range. And then the you know the putting. It is Bermuda, but the greens are not the same. There isn't uh, I don't know some of the the tiering and you know segmentation of the greens doesn't exist as much here. They're a lot flatter. They're easier. Yeah. They still are the grainy Bermuda though. If you can't you know, read and put on Bermuda, you're still going to have trouble, even though they're easier and flatter. Um, I don't know. That's kind of, kind of all I, all I have for this one. Yes. Yeah. If, if it gets windy, that can, but that's probably going to impact everyone. It's very hard to say, like, I'm going to predict these guys are better in wind. So I'm going to play them. Um, yeah. And then again, scrambling 
probably similar to last week. Not something I'm going to look at a lot. If you're scrambling here a lot, you're not winning anyway. <laughs> you know, if you're constantly missing the greens, you know, I've, greens and regulation percentage was something we downweighted last week because everybody hits the greens and it doesn't matter. A, a lot of people aren't in a good spot despite hitting a lot of greens. You know, if proximity is probably a little more important. Whereas this week I am looking at some greens and regulation because it, it does matter. You need to just be on there and give yourself a lot of scoring opportunities again. Yeah. When you kind of look at to the top of the leaderboard last year, because they are smaller greens, uh, you are forced to scramble a little bit more uh, because it is a little bit more inevitable to miss. And, you know, greens and rag is funny. Like it's kind of like an old fashioned stat. We don't talk, talk about a lot, but I think it does matter this week. I think it is just kind of a basic stat that I think you want to look at. But when you look at the top of the board, guys, there's no one in the top 10, top 11 that were um, you know, negative in strokes gained around the green. So maybe strokes gained short game matters a lot. Um, or matters a little bit, combination of putting and around the green, because look, you mentioned it. If we don't get massive gusty winds, you know, we have scoring that's going to be probably in like the high teens to 20s. Uh, we had like a lift clean in place uh, event a couple years ago oh, with a lot of yeah. rain and wind, the Cam Smith year, I think 2020 maybe. And I think we finished at like 11 or 12. But otherwise, like even with the, the rough growing out a little bit last year, we, you know, Siwoo was 18, you know, and we had some guys up north. So if it, plays light with better quality in the field probably pushing 20 again so uh yeah you, you need to hit the greens but you got to scramble your face off and make those putts and recover uh to be able to move on and you know in the, in the course is interesting like the, you know we can still have like 20 under but like the first eight nine holes like the front nine's tough um you got to kind of hold your way through it there's some birdie opportunities in the back ends or a par 70 so when we have the two par fives Got to be a birdie hole. Those are two of the easiest par fives on the course. So you got to kind of cut your teeth on the par fours here to kind of hang. So uh, I'm with you. I do think as basic it is as it is, right? We're all strokes gained. You don't use basic greens and rag. But I think greens and rag, when you kind of just filter out what happened last year, those guys probably like a 75, 85% clip of greens and rag. So I think it matters. And and maybe maybe a good research project between now and when the, when the course, uh, the event starts is looking at that when you, you start looking at the around the green numbers sometimes it's you know a good example is like a guy holding out from the fairway and then looking at that one day sample of like sure. you know his his strokes gain numbers they're going to be a little wonky because of that the same thing can be like you know how did he how did he do around the green and you're looking it's like he had one really nice chip that maybe went in and he really didn't have a ton of shots. You know, you, you start looking at the guys near the top of the leaderboard and realizing, like, they didn't have a lot of sh shots that were around the green. They didn't have a lot of scrambling. They didn't have a lot of yep. sand, you know, sand saves. But when they did, they they were all right at it. Whereas, like, all right, maybe I don't think I need to wait that. If, if it wasn't a big part of it, it was such a small part of the game. They just happened to excel at that. And, you know, obviously maybe that kind of goes along with they were playing good golf that week because they're, they're at the top of the leaderboard. So everything was kind of working at that point. Uh, maybe something I'll dig in. I didn't, yeah. include, I didn't well, include short game or around the green. I just, uh, I ended up and I don't think this is going to be some surprise. I, I, I wanted to leave your model untainted by, you know, what I put in mind, but, I, I'm going to include a Bermuda split again, just yeah, like, for sure. Well, look, I, this is how we do the research project. You can do it on the rabbit hole. If you bring up the screen here real quick, this would be the way to do it. So um, one of the display filters, um, you can display based off of, you know, where they rank 
versus the fields, um, their average, the total strokes gains. But you can go here and look at percentage of rounds gains. And I think this would be the best way to do it. You can look at percentage of rounds gains in comparison to actual strokes gains short game and get a sense of like, to your point, where you would like filter out some of those spiked weeks that, you know, you chip in a couple of times or, um, you know, some stuff that's maybe unsustainable or small sample variant stuff. You're going to get a better feel of like who actually is, has a sticky skill here that we would want to maybe give credit to. Uh, if we do think that that stat matters, I think being able to filter out what the actual uh, strokes gained averages versus what the percentage of rounds gain would be the way to go ahead and, and do that project, which I think is something that's really cool here on the site. So, all right, let's build a, let's build a model for, for this week. Let's talk through it. I've built something, but I, I cleared my, uh, all my stats. So my mixed condition model is clean. We can add some stuff here and get a sense of, uh, of what you think matters and what we want to do. I mean, do, do you want to just start with the easiest one? And I, I think the question for you is because we did this a little last week and I think we goofed up uh, initially, sure. but the, the sample size adjustment. So I think yeah. you know, when we're, when we're looking, when you are doing something like this, and you're using our tool, you know, when you're looking at form or you're saying like, how is this guy on approach? Like I would probably use his last six months, last 50 rounds. But when you're doing something a little more specific, like how someone puts on Bermuda, if they didn't play in the fall swing and, you know, it, it may have been since like, I'm trying to think of Florida. I like when would be, when have been the last time some of these players like put it in Bermuda. You know, yeah. if they skip. So I, I do like to go up to that time frame. I change it to two years and I, I don't know what, whatever your preferences is, let me know. And then I go to, you know, maybe last hundred rounds or something. Uh, I guess, is that going to give me a hundred rounds of, it's going to try to, you know, it's going to try to, I'm just, I'm just going to, I don't want to go too far back. I don't, I don't want to go like years and years ago, but I want to get a really good sample. And then obviously we got to go to the filters and change it to Bermuda only for the greens. And then I, then I I think I've gotten a decent sample of like how this person has putted on Bermuda over a, a fair enough sample size for something like that. Yeah, let's take a look here. We can look at the putting. Uh, strokes gained, putting. Again, like you're getting some of these guys you can see now with our filters situation. Um, we're not getting the quite, we're not getting 100 rounds on a lot of these guys. Uh, but let's see. Uh, I popped. Did you hear me? Yeah, you did pop a little. Okay. Yeah, I, I got a, there's a, there's a core, there's a something here that needs to be replaced. <laughs> this can't keep happening, but as long as you can hear me. Um, yeah, so Tyler McCumber, we see here two rounds. We can go ahead and filter that out here in this minimum rounds section. We want to try this. Let's see, we want to get at least 36 rounds. And this will uh, recalibrate in terms of the ranking of guys too. You can go ahead and set the minimum rounds to offset that so it doesn't break your model. Uh, but you see some of these guys, we're getting up there at least closer to 50 rounds, 36 rounds, uh, which I think is a little bit useful. So we'll go ahead and we'll add that here to our model. Uh, this is our strokes gain putting. Again, you can use this if you want to make notes. You don't have to. Uh, but when you actually run the model and hover over the filter, it'll show you all the different conditions and filters that you put on it. We'll show you that there too if you're seeing this for the first time. All right, we will uh, reset, turn that off. We've got strokes gain putting Bermuda for a big old sample, which I do think, especially for putting, 
probably want a, a really large sample just to cut down on some of the noise there. Well, not not just putting, but putting on a specific surface that is correct. You know, one of the most common. Yeah, good point. Um, I mean, approach. Right? We how big of a of a bucket here of approach do we want to go to? Last fifty rounds. Yeah, I went like last fifty. You could go maybe you know last year if you wanted. I, six months or a year doesn't matter really, but just making making sure people have gotten uh, you know the most rounds. Most of the guys here that are going to matter have a big enough sample if you go over the last six months. Yeah, um, I'm going to put a twenty four round minimum here just to make sure we capture um, you know that a little bit. Cut out some of the. Uh, some of the other guys that won't be here. So we'll add this here. Approach. This is last 50 rounds. You can see we're we're not quite getting there over the last six months. Well, let's let's back up and we'll uh we'll make sure we, we get the 50 rounds. We'll change the time frame to a year. You can see that actually populates this here. You can actually click on. You can see the 50 rounds, uh Will Gordon. Um, and the 40 is actually the mm -hmm. measured rounds from a strokes gain standpoint. You can click on that and see the specifics as well, which will take you to uh a player page. We're gonna build out player pages here is a uh, project that is ongoing uh, and definitely a, a priority for us, which will be uh, something hopefully we get done sooner than later. So we'll add strokes gained approach. Um, again, we're getting the last 50 rounds over the last year. What else do we want to do? Um, I think short game matters. We can, I want to put it in and we can, we can weigh it a little bit and mess around with it. Um, let's go. I, mean, you're, I think me. you're, yeah, I think you already have the right, right enough sample. Do you want to do Bermuda splits? Yeah, um, so we can do this see, too, just to show people that you can do also, you can change, you know, green size, uh, you can change the rough length, and we know that we have a little bit of, you know, higher rough here, uh, is it difficult to gain out of there typically, like scrambling uh, from the rough, is it easy, difficult average from scoring condition standpoint, short grass, like you, we have like shaved runoffs in some spots, this is not what we have here, we have like a three inch curtain around the green, um, you know, we see like Augusta, for instance, you know, that's the scrambling there when you miss that's basically yeah, that's like trouble. Uh, the fairway yeah so you can filter all that out um which you know absolutely love so make sure you can go in and play again you can you can probably overcomplicate things by adding too many conditions i'd be careful doing that but again you have the ability to you know just i would look at a thing or two together i wouldn't start to get into like clicking like three or four things and filtering because then your sample size is going to get real real wonky um yeah, I don't know what I want to do because we have we have the putting, so I don't want to double count the putting with the. I think, I think so. You're you're not going to double count because we went to Bermuda only. So this is going to look at you know this is going to look at anyone who played fall and you played you know the, the bent and poa of the summer. So maybe just do you want to go short game on like small greens? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what we got. Green size, small. All right. We'll see what we get from a sample size. Because you know, oh, I think if you're looking at rounds that only include courses with small greens, you're probably going to include more of, hey, this is a he might have had a good tee shot, he might have had a good approach shot, but the green is so small that he ended up with a you know a, a, a scrambling opportunity here, and it may you want to go you know it may not be a difficult scrambling opportunity because the green is small. That's the thing about that. If if you miss small on a green like that. It might still just be a little chip. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you want to do around the green short game, or we can get into specific around the green stuff like uh, proximity, uh, you know, scrambling from the rough specifically? 
Um, should, keep, let's keep this one. Keep it basic, just around the green. I think the all-encompassing okay. one. Well, okay. we're already getting a little specific with the small stuff. They're small sure. greens, but no, I like that. All right, off the tea matters. We've talked about it. With Ron and I in the preview yesterday, we were looking at the opening odds. We're just talking about how to capture accuracy off the tee. Um, I'm going to clear this filter here. Reset the uh, small greens. Uh, I think that there's you know a couple different ways that we can do this. I think obviously, and you mentioned uh, good drive percentage. Uh, you know, driving accuracy I think is noisy in and of itself. I talked about this again, where I do really like this distance from the edge of the fairway. Um, I have a model on the site that is just capturing all three of these, just kind of a you know driving accuracy model uh, is what I've called it. We just get a sense of um, you know how to capture that information. I think in a in a better way. I think it tells a better story of what we're looking to capture versus just flat out driving accuracy, which I think could be maybe a little bit noisy. But how should we capture uh, the desire to be accurate off the team? Put yourself in a good spot here. Yeah, like I said, you can use just fairways gained. You can use uh, driving accuracy. You can use good drives gained. Uh, I will tell you in my model, I went with driving accuracy and good drives gained. Okay. Um, and just split it half and half. I'm saying, I, you know, I wanted to make this like whatever it was, 10, 15% of the model. I took them both and ended up splitting it half and half over like a, a six month sample size. Okay. All right. So let's, uh, let's six months, all rounds. I'm going to add all three I did, and we'll I, give I, it 15%. I, what was the third one you're going to add then? Distance from the edge of the fairway. Okay, yeah, that's. I was going to say total driving is one I'd stay away from this week. That includes agreed. That that's building in distance. We're not looking for bombers at this spot, so building yep. in total driving, um, uh, probably not a great one this week. Yep, total driving, uh, same thing. Distance from the edge of the fairway, uh, carry distance. These are all unique stats uh, that you can use the model, the uh, rabbit hole to model that you cannot anywhere else. So we're going to add driving accuracy. I'm going to add good drives. And I'm going to add distance from the edge of the fairway. We'll give those a 5% each. That way we're kind of capturing, I think, 15% for that, which I think is probably a good spot to be with anyway. So uh, do we want to get into the, uh, you know, again, we're counting approach. We're probably going to count approach pretty heavily. You know, good drive gains captures approach a little bit. Uh, do we want to get into anything from a uh, proximity range bucket uh, or any scoring things? I think those are probably our last Did two. you? I, I, I did put in some proximity. Small but I did put in the 125 yep. to 200 bucket just because there's, it's not one of those where like a bunch of shots are from here. It's like all the shots are from here. Yeah. You know, almost and, 70%. And it was one where I, I didn't want to go too heavy on these because I had already, I'd already took, you know, just approach. I put it in, I, I had approach and greens regulation went in. So my model is very second shot heavy. Yeah. You know, there's some double counting already. I knew that going in. That was probably going to be the case, but at the same point, I can't go weighing putting at like forty percent. If you're going to double count anything, well, we should be double counting approach pretty right, and that's yeah. almost like any event. So it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of where I'm fine at it. It's a few different ways to look at approach. You're looking at it from an overarching, all-encompassing standpoint, just yep. strokes gained. You're looking at it from a, are you hitting the greens every single? You know, how, how often are you hitting the greens, and also like. Are you getting close? Are you getting close to you know to the pin when you do hit the greens, or you know in the case of proximity, or, you know when when you're not making your shots, when you are missing, hopefully you're missing small. Yep, you see here too. You can hover over the, the stat and it'll tell you specifically what it is. If you're not familiar, obviously everyone knows 
Uh, what these ones are, but maybe there's some other ones that are new to you and uh, you're not quite sure. Just you can hover over it and it tells you exactly what it is, which I think is awesome. Uh, do you want to do anything scoring or do you feel okay based off of the short game and uh, of the Bermuda putting splits? Yeah. So, so the fact that we already did a bunch of approach and putting, I kind of want to just say screw it with the scoring. Birdies are okay. better. If you, if you want to throw a little birdies are better, I wouldn't blame you, but I think it's probably already counted. Yep. Okay. Let's see what we got here. We'll uh, hit this button. Uh, if you're not familiar and you want to see how to do the things that we just did, it's very easy. But there's this watch tutorial button. Uh, walks you through basically how to go ahead and change these views. You can change the courses. If you wanted course history, you do right here in the course section. This is capturing all courses. But you can literally just pull walleye, country club, look at the last you know couple of years. You want to see last year, whatever you want to do. Uh, this is defaulting to DraftKings scoring if you're playing DFS, but you can add FanDuel here as well if you happen to play there. Uh, you can break down regions. There's all sorts of things. Course type, you saw a little bit of the filtering. There are a ton of filtering options here. Pretty straightforward. Again, you can DM us on uh, on Twitter at Betsports Golf if you have any questions or looking to play around with it or watch the tutorial here as well. Put this button, let's see what we get here. And now we have to weigh everything. So we got uh, we got nine things that populated. You can see here this also saves all your models, which is fantastic. Uh, you can go ahead and Cut them up into a CFD and pull them out and do all sorts of stuff to them. Uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you weigh it how you want to weigh it. I've already given you enough input here. You do what okay. you do. All right. So we said we we're gonna give this 15%. This combination of off the tee stuff. So we are uh, 15 here. Uh, we're gonna just play around with it. We're gonna get something up here soon that tells you what your percentage is. It makes it a little bit easier so you don't have to do the math in your head. Uh, I'll go 10 with the putting. And again, you can click this. This tells you. What we looked at here. This is two years, hundred rounds, Bermuda putting, strokes gains. Pretty simple. In case you ever forget, you add too much or you leave stuff in there. And we got uh, somebody. Somebody's wanting a reason to play Justin. So, mm, well, we'll see. we might get it. I might get it. I haven't looked too close at mine. I just built it out. I haven't uh, had a lot of time to play. I'm wondering where I have them in mind now. All right. So let's give us. Let's just see where we're at here. So this is 20, 30, 40 uh 50 <laughs> uh give a big old bucket here or should we add some stuff because this is uh this is a hundred but that's a lot 60 70 80 90 100 we're getting we're really i mean approach becomes uh you know like 70 percent of the model basically a big difference in what i do too is um i always will put just total strokes gained in for a small sample as it's kind of a i agree anchor. too just to get a yeah like, yeah. hey, I, I I don't want it counting weird stuff. I know it's course fit and it's a uh, you know a little lighter and stuff like that. But I always do just go like twenty five percent strokes gain total over a you know whatever sample, just to give myself a bit of an anchor. And yep. I guess that's kind of where mine differs a little from yours. No, I think that's a good call too. I I like that too because when you you know, you'll see guys that should probably should be uh, at the top or near the top of your model that end up being buried, but their baseline is just so much higher, but you're probably not capturing um, the, the information that you probably should be capturing. So yeah, let's do that. We'll go back here. Um, I put that in. So now we got 10 things, a little rich. We got some double counting, but that's okay. Um, we're going to give these five each and capturing that I think is really good. Uh, and we want to give a big old bucket to... Let's see approach. So where are we at here? 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and we'll give this 20. 
that should capture all that. You want to give your uh, your report a name? This is our. I, I do, and I have I have a point of uh, contention. Don't okay. write Noonan on yours. You always write like Sony Noonan, and then the the computer lists the user that writes it. So it's like Sony Noonan by Noonan. <laughs> so you don't need to write your name. I was gonna. I had a screenshot of his here. Yeah, no, I gotta get Dave to turn off his. Uh, you know, uh, his. He's had a, a model in there from like the. Uh, I don't know what it is. Wyndham chain. It's something that's been. Yeah. Uh, long gone. All right, make it make it an expert report so people can play with it. We can. You can okay. do that later. We yeah, can do that you. as well later. All right. It's not so, something uh, everyone will have. See what we get here. Oh, Brendan Todd at the top. Uh, Todd is it? I mean, people are talking. Todd and Cole are good course fits again. Yep. Uh, Glover, we mentioned Glover. You know, you know, you're pulling obviously that heater at the end of last year, but again, he led the field in approach last week at the Century, so he's still continuing to do it. Could not make a putt for his life, but that's captured here. You can see he is, you know, towards the bottom of the pack, uh, putting wise. So uh, that's uh, that's very very interesting. Uh, our guy from Japan here is getting a lot of credit for being absolutely dialed in off the tee. He is tops in all of these. Again, you can go back and filter out a small sample size that would maybe capture that a little bit. Our guy here seems to be uh, struggling with the flat stick, which I think is pretty interesting. Now, Russell Henley, this is a Russell Henley course. When Russell Henley, when we don't have uh, the top of the board in terms of like uh, a Ludwig Oberg or uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick or Terrell Hatton, uh, you know, we don't have them here. This is like Russell Henley is the top of the board from a betting standpoint. So, and it makes sense. Even the sample that we pulled, he is tops in this field and approach, which I think is very interesting. Svensson uh, is an interesting one here as well. You see Harmon, you know, if you want to filter in like, hey, who are the guys that are at the top in terms of this is filtering through DraftKings scoring. Uh, you could see where some of those guys are. So, you know, not a spot where you got to go with the top of the board. Obviously, anytime you do anything like this, there's always going to be some weird stuff like our, our Japanese friend that was near the top, but also, I mean, just looking at Will Zalatoris, we have him ranked 120th in our model, the way we built this. <laughs> and a lot of that is going to come down to the sample sizes we have for him. Aren't, you know, what, what we do have is his putting on Bermuda, which hasn't been great, but then all the other stuff is almost not existence for like the last six months, last 50 rounds because he just didn't play golf. So grain of salt with some of those guys, obviously you kind of have to make your own, you know, your own decisions on, you know, Gary and will, when they come back like this. Yep. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. We just, we just don't have a sample cutting down here. See if anything else makes sense. Chris Kirk playing really uh, good golf. Obviously he's been uh, a guy that, you know, makes sense and plays really well here. Historically, I'm not sealing the deal, but getting really close. Uh, 14th in the model. Let's do a control F for Justin. Let's see where we have him. Who are we looking for? Oh, sir. Oh, we don't even need to. Look at that. It has a built-in. 62nd. So around the green, not great. Approach has been rough. And it's good It's good to maybe dig in on that a little. But uh, his yep. proximity numbers, not great. Has played well in general and has been decent off the tee. I guess and it's one of those things too, where if you think there's reasons that his approach and proximity numbers are bad and you have, you know, some evidence of these are the courses that he played and they didn't fit his skill set, I think he'll play a lot better than uh, have at it. 
bet who you yeah. want. I can tell you. Yeah, especially early in the season where we're like really fighting for, you know, we obviously want the largest sample of recent form data that we can get. We just don't have it. You know, we don't, we just, you know, we're, we're pulling stuff that's, that's going back to the middle of the summer, uh, especially when we're looking at the last, you know, 50 rounds, you know, the, most of these guys just weren't playing, but some of these guys comparatively to last week, we just weren't playing in the swing season events. So you're pulling some stuff that is definitely far out there. So, um, yeah, let's talk through uh, the betting board. I've not seen any of your bets. I don't know if you've made any yet, but I'm very curious to see uh, where you've gone or uh, what you have that's uh, that's of interest to you. I mentioned at the top, there are three guys that are short of 20 that are the class of the field, Ludwig Oberg, Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, and Terrell Hatton, who just do not come here all the time. But uh, they are definitely better than the average golfer in this field, and they are all priced accordingly. But again, in a spot where... You know, are they course fits? They have no course history. That seems to matter a little bit here. Uh, are you interested at all in the top of the board? Brian Harmon, I guess, another name. Uh, we should give him uh, his his comeuppance uh, winning the Open Championship. And, you know, play decent in the Ryder Cup, play decent last week. He's also 20 MO spots. A little shorter on Chris, which I think is telling as well. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> I I can't bet those. I can't bet those guys that haven't played, that weren't out here. Like that's just awful tough for me. And you know, Hatton Hatton's maybe a look with some of the golf he's played, but at those prices, I'm go a little further down. Corey Connors is gonna be super popular here. I think that number kind of reflects it. He's a good, you know, good course fit, should putt well here, but uh looking through the clicks, like it's gonna have to be the guys I looked at last week a little and Probably Poston and Eric Cole. I bet Eric Cole in a head-to-head -head full tournament against Denny. Uh, he wasn't in contention in contention, but he was always in that second. Like Cole was just kind of hanging back. He yeah. needed like he needed like a sixty-one at some point. You know, he needed a, a big monster round to throw in at the end to get into contention. But he still had a nice tournament. I don't know if I can find a better number than um, I don't know what you're seeing for the best one. I'm seeing. 25-ish. Uh, Eric Cole, uh, 30. Uh, 32 on Chris. Yeah, it's been bet down. It's 25 there. Okay. <laughs> so if I can find a 30, I think that's a play for me. I didn't uh, didn't end up with really any outrights last week. I just did some matchups. I didn't, I didn't have strong convictions. I was talking about like, hey, this guy might be a top 10. But I am going to look at two or three outrights here. Like I said, Eric Cole models out high for me this week. Just he's a good approach player. He putts well. He played well. And not only did he play well, but he played well last week. Little concerned about the driver. Um, not the strongest in accuracy and good drive percentage, but if that driver, if he's clubbing down and that's working out for him, I think he's going to play well again this week. So 30 to 1 would probably be a bet for me. And then just looking at the rest of the, you know, Ober, Oberg is going to model out well for anybody who's looking at a decent sample of the last six months. He's He's been able to go to courses he's never played and played awful well. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we can throw some of that out, but um, yeah, at the prices, I'd have to stay away from him. And then same thing with Russell Henley. You know, I love betting Russell Henley, but man, I'm not sure I'm betting Russell Henley at 22 to one in a full field event right now. So it's probably going to be guys further down. I'll look at Brendan Todd. Um, what else do I have? You know, I love Steven Yeager. I bet that guy way too much. 
post in and maybe fucking maybe Chris Kirk for the double. Should, I know. Uh, I was we, I was we, actually really surprised Kirk's number. I mean, and it's it's actually got bet down. Uh, yeah. And I was it, it opened up at like thirty five. I almost pulled the trigger because I thought for sure we would open in like where we are now. You know, most domestics are around twenty five. Uh, Chris is even shorter than that, um, which I think is important information. But yeah, I mean, dude, it was dialed in last week. Uh, didn't shrink uh, when the uh, you know the heat got on him a little bit. Just just kept sticking. I mean, he obviously he gained like 11 strokes putting, but he was also yeah. just putting himself in position too on the weekend where he just had makeable putts and then drained everything. So uh, this is typically a course where we would back Chris Kirk uh, more often, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, you definitely missed the best of the number here on Tuesday. There were some better numbers on Monday, but uh, yeah, he, he sets up well. He sets up well for sure. Yeah, maybe uh maybe a spout right back him live because now it, it is quite a bit down. I don't know if I can yeah. hit that number. For you the know, back I, back. Yeah. I, I the terms of the top, I'm with you. None of them really interest me. I was on Fitz last week, gave me a little bit of a sweat, and then yeah, you know, I think he had a double uh on Sunday and you know, pushed himself out of the mix there around the turn. Um it would be Oberg at the top, but I can't do it 16 to 1. I, I'm I'm heavy. I got a I got six guys on the card. Um but I am I'm down the board for the most part uh, with some of these like course horses, some of these like positional golf uh, stalwarts that I think are definitely a wall like country club kind of guy. But I am with you. I know you went there last week. You already mentioned it. JT Poston opened at 40. That was a really, really good number for for uh, the postman. And, uh, you know, was in the mix last week. T5, which is a really nice showing. He had that. Did you see? I don't know how much golf you watched. Did you see that like. That chip from like maybe 40 yards out plunked it and it popped out. Like, oh, yeah, that has to be mad. He, I don't think he could see it because he was a little below the no. green, so he's like not. asking yeah. what happened. And he could tell he was disgusted. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Golf's tough. Um, if I find a decent number, I'd look at him. The only other guy I'm looking at, kind of in that range, maybe some Harris English. Go back to him. I have him as a decent fit here, but. Yeah, I need to dig in a little. So <clears throat> I might, I may leave the show with just the one outright so far. Obviously, I'll put anything else I bet in the Discord and talk about some of the other bets in the newsletter if, um, if that's your bag. But Ben Griffin, maybe, maybe not a good enough an approach for me in some spots. Yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, guy we went to the well on a lot last season. Uh, yeah, postman's my favorite for sure. I mean, look at the form: five T seven or better in the last ten starts. Um, second in the field over the last fifty rounds in approach. Tops in the field in, in strokes gained short game. You know the Bermuda grass splits are pretty nice there too. So yeah, I mean if you can get something still thirty or north of thirty, I think is you know Fanduel says a thirty three. A couple other domestics are there as well. Uh, you could see Chris is is beat up a little bit. That's a little bit tougher. One more guy, and then I'll let you talk about whichever guys you want to talk about that you've bet if you want to, you know, talk about them all. But JJ Spawn, um, it's like 75 to one. That's probably a punt. I bet him. Did you? List. Yep. I got an 80. I'm yep. looking 80. now. I can, get a, I can get a 75 at Chris. I'll hunt around and see if I can get a better price. But <clears throat> yep. Um, looking, looking at the model I did build out for this, like he's fine. His putting isn't. Great, no, it's the rest at all. But the, I mean, 
the rest of it is very good. The rest of it's fine. His approach is top notch. All his proximity numbers look good. His driving accuracy looks good. He should put himself in position where if he can just use that good approach game and give himself a bunch of easy putts and he starts dropping some of those, he'll be in contention. So 75 is yep. a bet. Yep. Yeah, ninth in the field in strokes gained T to green over the last 50 rounds. He's gained strokes and approach 16 of the past 17 events, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, can scramble his face off. Again, it's the putting. So we just need like a field average or, you know, I don't even know what a spike putting week looks like. Oh, for, for we need some hole outs. We need, yeah. some, we need some darts that leave two footers. We need some yeah. easy shots. He comes here often T12 last year. Again, to your point, kind of a tiebreaker. Um, so at least there's some familiarity with coming here often and uh, yeah, strong recent showings. He, he showed well at the RSM and Zozo in the swing season. That's a guy that's playing those events. So we have, I think, a little bit more relevant recent form comparatively. So yeah, Spawn at 80, uh, still 75s out there. Let me see. Yeah, 75s, um, 55 in some places. But yeah, 75 is still a bet. So yeah, he's one of, that's why I have a lot of guys this week. I have more than normal, but I still have like a little less uh allocated units out because some of these guys are, are deeper down the board like a spawn at 80 so uh yeah posting was, was my top guy a couple other guys in that next bucket too i uh, fired at justin rose at 45 uh i don't know if you saw that unfortunate uh you know hit taylor moore's ball and then kind of derailed some of his early round yeah. stuff but uh best score on sunday at the century which is nice like you like to see the carrying that over really good fit for this track he hasn't been here in a while uh, 2017 was the last time he played here, but he was second, which I think is nice. But then look at where he played really well last year. Courses where it's shorter courses, smaller greens, positional golf courses. He won at Pebble, T6 at the players. And I've heard a little bit of like, I think you kind of look at some past leaderboards, like Siwoo won there. Um, you know, We've seen Russell Henley play well at uh, Sawgrass. I think there's a little bit there in terms of positional golf course there. Uh, T6 there for Rose last year, T25 at Heritage. T12 at Colonial. Those are all like second shot positional type courses. That's where he's kind of, uh, you know, making his bread these days. So I like Rosie. I got him at 45. Uh, I think those are probably still out there. Let me see. Oh, no. Oh, no. 45 is still right around there. Chris, MGM is 45. Most of the others have moved to 35. Um, Todd Father, we've danced around coming out at the top of the model. I got a 50 on Brandon Todd. And that's mostly cooked. There are some 40s, 45s. 40, you can find a 45. Look, yep. um, I know that was one the name popped, but uh, the price just isn't there right now. He's down under 40 at Chris. If I find a 45, I might uh, I might have a third amigo for my card. But yeah, Brendan Todd obviously modeled out high for me, and I think I have him fourth. His putting is great on Bermuda. His yep. driving is good enough. Shit. I think I have to bet this guy. Yeah, so he, I don't know if you saw, he went uh, what I would call full Theron uh, on on Sunday off the tee. He smacked his driver and busted his driver in half. Um, had to play the uh, you know final twelve holes or so with his uh, with his three three wood off the tee, which is a little bit tougher for a guy like Todd who doesn't really. I uh, get the distance that he needs. So that made it a little bit tougher. He doesn't have the club end speed to be doing that. Like, no, not great. Not great. But yeah, uh, but the rest of it, I mean, anything you're modeling, like we did in terms of like accuracy off the tee, 
all that stuff he's going to populate really well like short game putting all that's really good and we've seen improvements in terms of his approach game too so brandon todd at 50 i think is uh is a good look um i went with keegan i thought it was a really bad number at 75 uh not like populating really highly in the mall per se but uh, i just think he's like in a class above kind of the rest of the guys that are down here so uh, seven, you're, a you're a mass hole i am a mass hole <laughs> you just you just love keegan after we talked, Keegan and I talked uh, about the, uh, you know, before the NFL season started at the BMW about, you know, the prospects of uh, Christoph's Porzingis this year for our Celtics. We talked about uh, Zeke Elliott uh, for our past this year. So, you know, we, we bonded on our mass wholeness. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a sucker for Keegan for sure. At 75, I thought it was a bad number. Second best Rand's, New England, second best New England golfer? Uh, of all time, besides me? I'm trying to think other guys from up there don't have a lot don't have a lot uh uh, ron's new friend brad faxon rhode island yeah that's right he's a rhode island guy we barely count rhode island and connecticut as new england Uh, states yeah so you know but he's uh, a true true, you know he's a vermont guy so yeah uh yeah i mean seventh approach last week uh couldn't make a putt a bunch of t15s here in the past speaking of of the story Shameless plug here. If you live in Vermont, which the odds are saying, you know, a <laughs> hundred people listen to this, half of you, half of a person will be, I think is about where we're at. But um, you're going live. Sports betting is legal and live in two days. If you need any promo codes to get the best offers, obviously hit us up or just check out you know, any of our websites. Betsperts will have something. Yep. Welcome to the party, Vermont. Uh, last one. Talked about Spawn. Aaron Rye uh, at 80. Oh, why didn't I? I should have known this one. I could have yeah. just checked the Discord. I didn't. It's true. I like to be surprised. Aaron Rye uh, has, again, played a little bit in the swing season on the DP World Tour. Two top tens uh, in those three starts. The approach game has been a little bit more consistent. Putting is all over the map. Um, often bad. But like like Spawn, um, he is a guy that's going to keep himself in play. Has played better, you know, at positional type golf courses historically. So an eighty on Aaron Rye, uh, I think is uh, was a play for me. And that's those are pretty much gone. I mean, we're fifties out there on Rye on Caesars, seventy fives. We got some sixties out there. So uh, seventy five on Fanduel still, uh, still a bet for me on Aaron Rye. So yeah, like more guys than normal for me, but starting the card with posting at forty allowed me to do that a little bit and take more shots at the uh, at the. Uh, at the top of the board, you know, when I back up by uh, Siwoo last year at 45 was a, uh, a nice little win paid for my golf trip. And uh, we'll love to do that again here at the, uh, at the walleye. Yeah. I think my <clears throat> Cole Todd spawn, I think that's it. And then I'll start looking at matchups, figuring out that, but probably it for the, for the outrights Cole 25 or 30 Todd, hopefully 40, 45. And then I can get spawn at 75 or 80. Those are going to be bets for me. I'm going to go after the show is over. I have a meeting, which I can use to do some price shopping. Hopefully no one's watching this from work. I want to get into a little bit more of the head-to-heads this season, and I think I want to use the tool to help me do that because um, hard for me typically is like to find guys I want to target and like bet against. Um, so oftentimes they do it, at least with the limited domestic offers. I feel like guys are clumped together pretty well. Like, oh, I like both those guys. They're both going head-to-head. But I yeah. want to find some guys that maybe that, model that, all, that always happens. I mean, the, yeah. 100% of the time, if you have a guy you're looking at 
you think it's going to be undervalued by the the pricing and you have a guy that's going to be you know uh, maybe there's two of them they're always going to be paired together like oh both guys i like are, are, and then you'll have two guys that you want to bet against because you think the market is wrong on them the other way and they'll be paired against each other as well which is super yeah. annoying i do my own modeling for head to head but i do use you know the tool to bring in some of the context because that's more of a overarching you know, like just comparing kind of relative strength of golf games and it doesn't use any course effects or anything so that's where i use the the tool for that for sure we have a uh, if you go to the go tool section, the fit model. Yeah, we we uh we're, could be very 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 shortly bringing back our matchups tool on the site, which I'm uh, happy to report that is uh, very very close. Uh, we'll have on-site projections. You could put two guys in. You could put in the odds, and uh, it will tell you if there's an EV bet to be made. So I'll look for that in the very near future. Uh, that is uh, pretty close to being done for us on the site. So, uh, oh brought the tool back i'm just clicking around now yeah so cool uh, don't forget go in the show in the show notes as we mentioned earlier if you want to get access to the um rabbit hole play around build models yourself get access to the models that we're building uh our boy ron is building as well there's a really cheap way to do it right now if you happen to be in a state that could take advantage of the vivid promo uh through vivid picks i will have vivid picks uh, article on the site to help support people that are playing those games. If it's a pick'em site, similar to some other ones that are out there. If you're not familiar with it, uh, you know, backed by uh, Vivid Seats, a company that you can buy your secondary uh, tickets from. Very cool. Uh, actually, a really cool social element to that as well. Like if you follow me on Vivid Picks uh, and we bet the same play, uh, we get boosted odds as well. So it becomes like there's a benefit to like finding good plays, tailing, uh, we start to improve the odds and the payout that we get too, which is very different than some of the other pick'em sites out there. That's kind of their play uh, to make it a little bit more of a social app as well. So look for that this week. We'll have that on the site every week moving forward uh, by Wednesday afternoon. So waiting for them to, to populate some of those plays, but that's going to be cool. Excited yeah, and if you're not, <clears throat> it says it right in the article. If you're not in a vivid state and you still want to try this out, shoot one of us a DM. Betsports Golf, Brian, Ron, myself, we'll probably we'll probably slide you a promo code to get a cheap first month or something if you want to try it out. But otherwise it is still, it's only 20 bucks a month, regardless. You're paying like five bucks a week to, to use all the PGA data and make custom models. Not a bad price, even cheaper if you get the yearly sub, which is what, 100, 199 for the year. You're probably paying like three bucks a week or something along those lines to you know, three bucks and change to make custom models, whatever you want, yeah. download them to your spreadsheets like I do and use them for anything else. So if you have any questions, like I said, DM us, hit us up. Otherwise we'll catch you here again next week for the uh, Amex. Yep. The Amex hitting the mainland. Best yeah. of luck in all your bets this week, all your DFS, all your one and dones, all your anything else you're doing, confidence pools, who knows? Hit DFS show on up. Wednesday. DFS yes. show coming back. Yep. We will be doing that. So yeah. check that out tomorrow afternoon, I think three. And yeah, hit the thumbs up on the way out. If you've listened to podcast, leave a rate or review. That'd be great. Appreciate you guys. See you later.